Sandy. You know they're I'm Sandy. Hey, everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. Where we get up close to personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Daphne Maxwell-Reed with us today. She is an American actress, comedian, designer, and former model. She is best known for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in her role as the second Vivian Banks. And we're going to talk about that and then a some more. A lot more. So yeah. welcome to the show. I got a lot, a lot going on. Awesome. Now, I'm going to kind of start this different than I normally start with. Because, I mean, this was our show. Oh, Fresh we, we probably of, watched every episode. Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel-Air. So mm-hmm. when Fresh Prince took off and you, and you took that row as Aunt Viv, as you know, back then, Aunt Viv was America's aunt. How was that for you? Uh, it was it was just a job. <laughs> I had done so much television before yes. the Fresh Prince right. there that I thought, okay, here we go. Here's another job. This right. is lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll go on longer than all the other shows that I was. Right. But um, at that time, there was no social media, so you didn't get a vibe from the audience except the audience that was present when we were taping and perhaps some news reviews it it was not it was just another show (laughs) but yet the people like us you were aunt viv yes (laughs) everybody has their choice and they're allowed to i have no problem with that (laughs) i love that you know last couple years have been rough for a lot of people but especially in entertainment and i always want to talk about that because as you know um the entertainment world got rocked when it comes to the whole pandemic and all that so how has it affected what you do and what have you done to maneuver through the last couple years the last couple of years Thank you're froze. <laughs> there we are. There you are. There it is. And clear. SAG and AFTRA have the best COVID protocols. So we continued to work because we had a safety net around us. And everybody had to take tests and they had to be masked. And certain people couldn't come close to you on the set because they were in group B or C. And only certain people were able to come up and they all had to be masked and shielded. And at the beginning, gloved. It was since nobody knew how this thing was being spread. Yeah. Yeah. So I was blessed beyond measure to be working on projects that had these great protocols. And we just continued to work through this pandemic. Love that. Because, you know, that's just like with our show. Um, We launched this show January of 2020. So a couple months before the pandemic. And and I remember um, our original plan was maybe 100 interviews first year. Thought we'd do that, be a great foundation. And then all that happens. And I'm like, I told Sandy, I was like, you know, this could be our year to shine. Because people like you and uh, other big actors and artists and all that, They're going to need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. So we stepped it up and we ended up doing over 300 interviews that first year and over 500 now. I am not surprised because when we weren't working, we were at home. There was nothing else to do but remain (laughs) locked down. Yes. (laughs) Now you've done a lot of stuff throughout your career, Um, but let's go back to the acting a little bit and we'll get some of the other stuff in a little bit. 
Um, did you always know you want to be an actor? When was that moment where you thought this could be a career? What was that moment? It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Back when I started, uh, I got to college and I was modeling and, uh, got discovered doing that and had a great career doing that. Mm -hmm. It was just something that I was doing at the time. I was, I went to college and got a degree in interior design and architecture. So that's where I was headed. But modeling came up and they were paying me to sit there and smile. Yeah, I could do that. So (laughs) (laughs) I did that. And then from there, I um, started doing commercials and I speak English. I speak well. I know how to read. So I did great commercials and I thought, oh, this is a nice way to earn a living while I'm getting ready to do my architecture, my interior design. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this guy named Bob Conrad came to Chicago to shoot a series called The Duke. Mm-hmm. And he hired me to play a role. Okay. <laughs> what, how do we do? Okay. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I had been doing some acting in high school and I was with the group theater workshop with Robert Hooks way back in the 60s. Oh, wow. They became the Negro Ensemble Company. I went to college, oh, wow. so I didn't continue on that path. I didn't see very many examples of a black woman earning a living doing this. So it was wow. on my radar. It was a system of, well, it was a process of, opportunity, professionalism, and preparation. So I prepared for being there, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't projecting to be there. Wow. Okay. It was like when opportunity rose, you rose to your occasion. I rose with the opportunity. And it was a time that they were looking for somebody like me. So the stars aligned and I got started in this career. <laughs> now, now when when you got picked for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you being the second Aunt Viv, um, did you feel like you had a role to um, that was already set? How did you feel about that? I had a job. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to have a job on a show that was excitingly popular, which right. was very good. I had done some amazing shows that were popular for a hot minute Uh and then Mm. they were gone. Uh And uh, some of them are treasures, but I had never been on a show that was contemporarily popular. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was a lark to me. I was not trying to be anything like the first Aunt Vivian because I am not the first Aunt Vivian. She had her own talents and style Mm -hmm. and, and she was, doing what she does. I could mm-hmm. only do what I do. Ah. And uh, they hired me to do what I do. And that's what I did. So what did you think about the reboot? Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a reboot. It's a reimagination. Oh, ah. I like that. It's a drama. It's beautifully shot. It's tremendously cast. And, oh, man, it's wonderful to see all of our original characters get rounded out. You get to see what they were like before and after. When we're doing a half-hour sitcom, 
mm. you get the character's point of view, but you don't get much about the character because we're yeah, all that's right. putting mm -hmm. in our two cents to whatever challenge du jour we were working on that week. And this show, oh, the new Bel Air gets to see, oh, these characters have a backstory. Let's, let's hear a little bit about that. And mm -hmm. it's so beautifully done. Because that's what's great about a show and series. You know, you can do that where, like, this is us. There, I mean, they're a great example of where you can, you know, I know some people are like, why do you keep showing these backstories? But to us, that's we, what we makes the character so powerful is the backstories of each what character. What made them who they are. And you can relate to them a little better yeah. because you have a rounded life. You're not right. just a two-dimensional character. So exactly. it's really lovely to have the time to investigate that and to share that. Mm -hmm. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory and everything that you have done and do, and but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get the high levels. And we always want to talk about that we side do. of it, mm -hmm. because as you know, a lot of people um, kind of skate over this one. It's like, well, if you got talent, you can make it. We both know that's not true. Um, it <laughs> takes so much from timing to talent to work ethic to just everything. Um, so tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even get to where you are today. I sacrificed my first marriage. Wow. Um, he wasn't moving fast enough for me and I was ready to go. <laughs> so <laughs> I left <laughs> and I went. Um, you have to make choices in your life for whatever you do. And each mm -hmm. choice can either lead you down a good path or a not so good path. And if you find yourself going down the not so good path, get off the path and change direction. I am one to jump off of a cliff. I, what's next? And build your wings down, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm just the adventurous one. I'm the one who is ready for the next challenge, the next journey, the next place to grow and learn. I love the journey of learning. And each time I do a different portion of whatever career I'm in, I try to learn as much about all that's going on around me as mm -hmm. what I need to do personally. Yeah. When I go on set, when I first started, I wanted to know, oh, that guy's got, he does the lighting. He's making me look good. How can I help him make oh, me wow. look better? Oh, this is the sound guy. Okay, he needs me to do something. I, I learn how to do that. It's knowing that it's a team effort and it ain't all about you. The actor is the last person hired. <laughs> no matter how much talent you have, if the person who created that character doesn't see in you what they imagined, it ain't you. It has nothing to do with you personally. It has to do with what they conceived that character to be. And if you can bring that spark to that character, that's how you get the job. Wow. There, there are a lot of actors out there who are very, very talented, far more talented than I am, and far more ambitious than I am about this business. And they don't get a shot. It's not because they're not talented. Yeah. yeah, stars have not aligned, and the op their opportunity has not arisen. So they need to put yeah. themselves in different positions to mm -hmm. be noticed. Mm -hmm. Do local 
theater, do the school play, do whatever regional is going on. Put yourself up to be a production assistant if a film is coming through town so you can find out where you want to fit into this business because there's a whole lot of things going on behind the camera that are far more steady work yep. <laughs> than waiting yeah. to be chosen as an actor. Now, do you think that there's actually more opportunity now for actors and actresses? Because, um, you know, back in the day, you had just your main networks, HBO and all that. Now you have HBO. You've, got, you've got so many different HBOs, so many Cinemaxes, so many Netflix. So you've got so many more opportunities, yes. I think, for people. Yes. But that also means that there are a lot of platforms to show work and it doesn't all have to be good. So, mm. yes, you get a lot more opportunities, but you don't get the handholding and craft defining that you need with somebody who is going to support your efforts. Um, Netflix had been doing great work. I don't mm. know what the problem is now. The stock market doesn't like them today, but um, <laughs> back when I was starting, there were three networks and mm. we happened to hook up with CBS. So every show we did was on CBS yeah. and they treated us like we were of value to them. Yeah. Okay. Now, they don't have that kind of coddling, I would call it, but there are so many more platforms that you can approach with a project and mm -hmm. get funded for. Getting funded is the hardest part. So be good. And you know, being seen in this day and time is actually a little bit, it's like a catch 22 with social media. Yes. If you're an actor and actress, you can yes. start posting daily videos of you doing yes. skits or whatever. And all of a sudden you can get traction and then all the big executives will see it. But then at the same time, it's a catch 22 because you come into an exec and he likes you. But if you have almost no following, they're questioning if they should bring, because they want you to add as much value as you can to their project. Yes. A lot of contracts now say that you will post <laughs> on <laughs> social media. What are you yes. talking about? You <laughs> is that not is it not a wild world that we live in right now? It's a wild world, and it's a great, great time for people who want to show what they've got. But you only get one good shot, so make mm -hmm. sure you're prepared to shoot that shot and you know, do it well. You know, earlier you're talking about how you dive in. That's how I, you know, I do that too. We've dove in so many things. And and um, like when we launched this show, I remember I told Sandy, I want to do this show. And she was like, why? What, what, you know? Yeah. She yeah. was like, nobody knows who we are. Answer. She questioned, you know, oh, definitely, that could yeah. this even work? And I'm like, you know, and then she was like, well, what would we call it? It was a Chris and Sandy show. It worked for Bobby Bones and Ty Bentley and many of the other people out there. And she was like, okay, but she didn't really have a hundred percent. She no, wanted it. She wanted to believe in this. She believed yeah. in me is what mattered. And here we are over 500 interviews later. We, true, we have yeah. been talking to many um, people from our past that we oh, looked up to. Yes, and, it's been and great. It's just been an amazing adventure. Wonderful, wonderful. But we have to dive in. Yeah, you got to dive go in. All in. You sit on the sidelines, you get nothing done. That's so true. Because <clears throat> I remember we were started out as just a, was going to be just a weekly, but I realized real quick, 
that there's too many people to interview to be a weekly show. And, yeah. and when I made the announcement that we're going to go five days a week, I had so many people, oh, you're going to run out of people. You're going to burn out and this. But I also knew that if we were weekly, then we'd compete with everybody. If we went daily almost, that would push yeah. us above and beyond what everybody else is doing. Good. And once you're out there, they'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and it's been that's working. Right. So now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side and all that, let's flip the script and go anyway. Talk some about some of the glory side. Let's talk about some of the recent things you've done, you know, and all that. What, what's what's going on now? Well, right now, this very month, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm working for my husband. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. He, he's got uh, a filmmaking training institute called the Legacy Media Institute. And okay. um, we do an annual fashion showcase, an international fashion showcase. Ooh, oh, wow. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> he's Busy. got me working. So I'm kind of deep into that this month. And soon as June is here, I get to breathe again once the show is over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> back to the creating of uh, things that I want to create. Um, I've done a lot of shows that have popped up this month. Oh, wow. I was on mm -hmm. uh, the new Bel Air series. Oh, I played yeah. a character there. Um, and that was a joy. To go work oh, yeah. for, I call her uh, Aunt Viv 3.0. <laughs> there you go. And and all the wonderful behind the scenes folks that they have, the camera people, the writers. It was so glorious to see so many Black people working behind the scenes, wow. making uh -huh. such a glorious project. Mm -hmm. It was something that we had dreamed of doing back in the 80s when we mm -hmm. were producing and 90s and lifting mm -hmm. these people up to get an opportunity to be there mm -hmm. and to see the results of all that we put in was just amazingly glorious and such a joy to work with. And that's what's great. Things are becoming more culturally, you know, oh, again, yes, through all races. Yes, and we love seeing we that. love that. Yeah. Good. Uh, been working on little independent movies. I did a series of Christmas movies. We've done oh, two. Yeah. We're getting ready to do number three this summer called mm -hmm. The Business of Christmas. Oh, wow. And it's on BET Plus. And then mm -hmm. I did a little movie that is a little thriller that just came out this week called Trophy <laughs> Wife. And that's wow. on BET as well. And then I got to do an episode of Fantasy Island for Fox TV. Uh, just, I've been busy and just loving it. How all these years you've stayed active and all that. How have you balanced? Because, again, you've been married for a long time. And how long have you been married for? Uh, to Tim, I've been married uh, 42 years. Oh, 40 wow. Because this year will be our 20th. Yes. Ah, you're so we're just babies. A third yeah. of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how has it been? You know, because again, I think that that's one of the pe things that people miss when it comes to acting and all that is because you're on set so much and all the stuff that you do, you're really busy. Um, how do you balance everything? You got to take it day by day. Um, the relationship is probably the hardest part. <clears throat> But you have to start with an understanding that you're both going to grow 
according to your own personal growth. You don't stick together like this and you, the, 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 life doesn't go that way. You go like this and you're like this and you got like this. <laughs> it's, so you just have to understand that there's a basis of love there and respect and the, uh, the kind of thing that you did, Sandy, just support whatever they're trying to do and they support mm -hmm. what you're trying to do. So yeah. We've and what's what's lot, crazy about this a is lot of she, practice. <laughs> what's crazy about this? She's the reason why we're doing this show because back in the day, back you know, she always followed my dreams. And I remember back in 2013, I was like, you know what? You've always followed my passions and dreams. Let's. She her dream of songwriting was one. So I was like, let's chase that for a little while. And so we wrote a lot of songs we together. Yeah, that was so and much it was fun. so much fun. We but really that, but that. because of that, it, it eventually led to us doing a little show, a little um, website called New Country Buzz, was for up and coming country artists. Uh -huh. Then which eventually we eventually shut that down. Then three years later, brought it back in 2018. And then 2019, we had this crazy idea for a show for an up and coming country music show. Yes. So that and then. All of a sudden, COVID happens, and then we it change evolves, it and yeah. evolve from just a country music show to an entertainment interview show. So again, because of her passions too, we 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 found a way to build a life and a legacy around both of our passions together. Yeah. Right, and that's how you stay together. <laughs> if you have yes. passions and you can't do it together, you can't relate to each other in your separate passions. That's mm -hmm. not going to be very helpful for your marriage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But if you have a basis of respect and love, you know the heat heat goes down. You start off all hot and heavy. You but <laughs> you have a basic trust, love, and, and you want to mm -hmm. be with this person because they're interesting, because they're bringing something to the game, yes. because they're helping you grow. It's, it's what I would consider the necessities of making a marriage work. <clears throat> yeah, because I think a lot of people jump into marriage not realizing what it's going to because, you know, if you're thinking about self all the time, marriage is not going to work because because right. I, I always tell people, you know, you know, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, I'm going to be independent totally no matter what. I was like, don't get married. Don't get married. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a, there are a handful of marriages that that do make yeah, it for the some, lifelong, where they're fully independent on both sides. Mm -hmm. But very few marriages can survive the long haul if right. both people are fully independent. Right. And the the most important things to us are our family. I mean, we had children oh, to raise. We had to mm -hmm. get them through and on their feet. And oh, thank yeah. goodness they did a great job of that. And <laughs> we just get the glory now of our grandchildren, just watching them grow and being molded into the people that we respect and love. Mm -hmm. Or one of our uh, viewers is Brandon. He asked, what was your favorite part of playing Aunt Viv? And what was it like to work with the talented cast? My favorite part of being Aunt Viv was being there and working with that cast. Wow. We have become family. Uh, James Avery was a love to me. He and his oh, wife dear. and my husband and I would hang out. We would travel the world together. Oh, that's great. We really like each other. Mm -hmm. So that family is one that has stayed with me and we have stayed connected for 30 years. Wow. So oh, that's great. 
I have worked on a lot of shows. Nobody's as connected as we are. <clears throat> now, everybody probably asked you this since what happened with Will Smith. What have what were your thoughts on that? Because, again, you know, it's in the news. It's always out there. And, you know, to me, it was out of character, you know, you know, and, and that's so tough because, you know, I, you look up the Will Smith so much and you see that. And but we all have those moments where, man, I'm glad I'm not on camera for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> okay. We understand. We understand. That. <laughs> but um, so as we move on here, um, you know, what is next for you? Oh, let's see. I like international travel. And of course, we've been shut down for two and a half years. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Right before COVID, I had just returned from India. And uh, I was ready to go up the uh, west coast of Africa on a cruise for 26 mm -hmm. days. Wow. They've all been canceled. So I am anxious to get yeah. out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want to yeah. go and do some more uh, photography. I shoot oh. doors around the world and then I oh, wow. create oh. things with those doors, including these tote bags that I have back wow. here. Those are my yeah. photos from other trips. Uh, and I write books about doors and uh, just try to get people to realize the power of going from A to B is the details of the journey from A mm -hmm. to B. Yes. Pay attention mm -hmm. to the details in their life because it really makes it a rich journey. Yes, it does. it does. Get to B and you got to start all over again, getting to the next point that you want to get to. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to help people dream and live with the details around them, being present to yeah. what's around them and noticing that, not walking around with a phone, uh, thinking oh, that they're yes. living. Mm -hmm. that's, <laughs> not that's not life. Life is all around you and you should absorb all you can as you pass through, but you only pass through one yep. Cause that, that's mm -hmm. our passion is travel. Like, like yesterday oh, for yes, Mother's we Day, we shot to up the. I mean, Charleston's only two hours away, but we shot yeah. up to Charleston to spend the day in Charleston. We went to one of their local churches there that we always go to when we go to Charleston, and spent the day in Charleston. Oh, it's such a beautiful and, city. And then to come back to Savannah through. afterwards. But we do a lot of that. Where we, you know, we have like daily trips where we go either Jacksonville or Charleston, we're both two hours away. And we have two young kids, and they love it too. Oh yeah. Great. And like last year, we went to Nashville four different times. This year, we're going four different times. So Did you sell you know. any your songs in Nashville? <laughs> we're working <laughs> Maybe on it. Maybe someday. In fact, we're so we're really connected in Nashville, and because of that, we're next year. The plan is to move out to Nashville. Yeah, we oh, love our, our son, who is in the music business, yeah. lives in Nashville. Oh wow. So, like and what a, and a lot of people don't realize that you know they when they when most people see Nashville they think country music, but it's in this day and time it's not only it's every genre mm -hmm. but it's also a lot of film is coming near now too. Yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're trying to be the alternative to L.A. There's lots of alternatives to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. I mean, Nashville is a beautiful city with a lot of history and all that. And it's a great place. And we go there a lot. And, you know, and we love it there. And the people there are really great, at least the ones that we know. So, you know, oh, yeah. I know there are always oddballs out there. But for the most part, people Everywhere. have been great. <laughs> yeah. 
I like to travel internationally because I like to see new cultures <laughs> and see oh, craftsmanship. Yes. I'm a I'm a maker. I make things with my hands, mm. oh, and wow. uh, wow. I appreciate things that are made. So doors attract me for the craftsmanship as well, oh, and yeah. um, I like to see cultures, different cultures, how they treat things, mm-hmm. what they eat, mm-hmm. uh, how oh, they wow. relate to each other. Yeah. I, I like international travel for the growth of me personally. Yeah, uh, yeah. exposed to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about Daphne Styles. Daphne Styles is my line of fashion that I do customly. I don't uh, manufacture okay. because each of my pieces that I make are um, they're handmade and one of a kind. They're art pieces. They're not just something to wear. They're wearable art. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I custom make coats out of Chinese silk brocade. And Mm -hmm. I'm a fabriholic and I fell in love with Chinese silk brocade Mm -hmm. and started making a style of jacket that I used to wear all the time, all different colors and and patterns. Mm -hmm. And uh, people used to stop me and say, I want, where'd you get that? I say, I made it. No, would you make me one? I'm like, no. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. So, Finally, for one of our fashion shows, my husband said, please do a line of your coats that we can <laughs> use on the fashion show. I said, okay, okay. So I did, and I set a price, and they walked down the runway, and they walked on out the building. They bought them. <laughs> and I said, oh, uh-huh. okay. So <laughs> I was to make these. And then the second year, I made uh, linen swing coats. And crazy linings inside of it just were so much fun and i did a whole rainbow uh, array of colors of linen and that went very well as well wow. so um those are the two things that i make i don't want to i'm not like a dressmaker yeah what do you want me to make it no Mm-mm. yeah you want yeah. <laughs> i'll make you one of these yeah, um, brandon asked what was your favorite meal and my man internationally yeah Mm-hmm. I make masks, of course, during the pandemic. I made oh, designer masks. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I made it so that I could put HEPA filters in them because I knew that the transmission was orally and nasally. And I said, I'm going to protect myself and my customers. So, love that. I did a bang up job on masks. I did a lot for uh, some nonprofits that I work with. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Custom masks for them. And they, gave them away as part of raising funds and things like that. So that's, that's the kind of thing I like to do is to give uh, so that people can grow. Love that. Now, Brandon mm-hmm. asked, what was your favorite meal you've ever, you eaten internationally? Um, anything in Italy. <laughs> 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 they have the freshest food. They have the simplest, most tasteful, real food that, that mm. I've eaten. Anyway. Wow. Love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, teams never get any love. They don't. On our show, they get some love. So if you want to take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> <laughs> the team is right here. <laughs> I don't have anybody working for me, with me. I have a publicist that I have 
only when I'm doing a lot of work and right. her time is just about up uh, for this session. And I, I got an agent. I don't have a team. <laughs> I have to do what I, I raise children, grandchildren. I got a grandchild mm -hmm. in college near me and it's me and she. <laughs> <laughs> me, myself and I, right? And uh, I yeah. run a household, I sew, I do photography, I do things on my computer, I do press, I do Instagram, wow. I do all these things all by myself. <laughs> the good thing is if you ever do get a team for some of that, you'll know how the job works and you'll know if they're doing it right. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, a lot of times in, in the acting world and the artist world, they they get taken advantage, they get these they hire PR people or hire other people, hire agents, and then the agent don't really know what they're doing, and the actor don't know that they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so then they get really screwed up. Yeah. And then and, and then that becomes a little horror story for for the um, actor and all that for down the road that they can tell one day. But you want to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm an impatient person and I can train you to do something. But in training you, I could have done it myself faster. So <laughs> I'm just not patient enough to have anybody work with me. <laughs> I love I, I, you know, Hey, authentic answer, right? Yeah. And, you know, speaking of teens, we have a third co-host, our little 10-year-old, that we bring on and ask a couple questions. Oh, yes. So he's Sandy's going to go get him. show. I'll and, get him. And ask a few questions. Um, okay. So while oh, we're waiting his point for, of view. Okay. So while we're waiting for him, um, where do you want to be in five years from now? <laughs> on an island somewhere in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> we all want that, right? Oh, that, why not? Or traveling the world somewhere. I, I don't stop. So I really don't project that far into the future. I might know what I'm doing this summer, but I might not. <laughs> so five years from now, I haven't a clue. My whole life could change in the next right, two years. The last two years proved that, right? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I've did well. So I'm not going to complain about what's next. I'm just a, waiting to see what it is. Oh, a handsome young man. How can hey, I help you, sir? <laughs> hey, do you think so? Was it very food? What would you like to ask me? I said, was it very food? What's with Aunt Viv? What's your favorite food? My favorite food is... Let's see. It's simple. It's a nicely scrambled egg. I, <laughs> I like breakfast foods. Because <laughs> what's yours? Uh, mine is pizza. Oh, no, no. Pizza, I can't eat too much of that. <laughs> He'd eat it all day long if we gave it to him. Most children can. So what's your TV show? My favorite TV show right now is the gilded age or grace and frankie or this is us that's I our have favorite. a lot of favorite tv shows because what's yours my favorite tv show is spongebob spongebob okay which character in spongebob do you like the best 
Patrick Starr. Ah, the star. Why do you like Patrick the star best? Because he's funny. Okay. Isn't SpongeBob <laughs> funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a very movie. <laughs> okay. Movies? Mm -hmm. Haven't seen a movie in years. Um Let's see. I can't think of any movie that I've I'm just jazzed about. Because uh, what's yours? Uh, mine is Minions. Dominion. The Minions. Oh, the Minions! Oh, I love them. They built a really awesome brand, I tell you. Because even our three-year-old, they're so that, cute. That when we're in a mall or something, if there's a Minion in a store, we have to go in there. <laughs> yeah. I like minions too. They really attract the little they're kids. Really of course, Sandy and I will watch it. I mean, there'll be times where they're watching it and then they leave the room and we're still watching it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Hey, I like that shirt with the bricks on it. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> it had green in it and we got a green screen. So. Green screen. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he loves to wear the full green shirt because then all you see is his head. Just disappear. Yeah, he's a floating head then. He jokes <laughs> you know, about you know, We that. joke about he's a floating head. And I was like, you know, that would be a great rock band. The floating yeah, head. Floating head. head. Why not? And I always tell people on the show, it's like, okay, if anybody ever does that, we get credit. Floating yeah, heads. Better trademark. So um, what's been your hardest role to play? Hmm. Hmm. I, I haven't had a hard role. I've really oh, enjoyed wow. everything I've done. Oh boy, hardest role. Oh, when I did the movie Harriet, oh. we were oh, on location yeah. and we had to do a lot of running through the woods. Oh, okay. I'm an older person. We, <laughs> we had to run through the woods. We had to walk through a pond in the middle of the night Ooh. in full wardrobe, in cold, wow. yucky water. Mm -hmm. That was probably hard, but it was probably my favorite job of the last few years because I was so honored to be a part of that movie. Now, what did you learn the most about yourself playing in that movie? That I could be present in another time. Ah, yeah. ah that's good. I like that. Oh. <laughs> so what's a series that you've seen on TV that you wish you had a role in? Oh, this is us. Oh, come uh, on. I mean, to be our wife. <laughs> the uncle's wife? Yeah. <laughs> My friend got that role, so I'm happy for her. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Uh, what are some things that inspire you? Um, the laughter of children, uh, nature, craftsmanship, a good story. Laughter. Hmm. Oh, great answer. What would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? She was a kind person. She always helped. And she had a great smile. Mm 
Oh, love that. Love that. <clears throat> so let's look, say, 15 years down the road and and you're already a success, but you're even grander than ever. And um, what do you hope that you never forget? I hope I never forget that people are people, that your relationship with people is the most treasured thing that you can ever have. Love oh, so that answer. So as we start to close out here, um, if somebody wanted to do what you do, what advice would you give them? Be careful of what you ask for. <laughs> it may sound easy. I was gifted by God with a lot of different talents. And I manifest those talents as best I can to honor those gifts. You don't want to be me. You want to be all of you. Mm -hmm. Recognize your talents, your gifts, and explore them, manifest them, because that's what makes you, you, yeah. and not mm -hmm. somebody else. Like I remember when we were launching this show, I reached out to a Nashville friend of ours and asked, you know, what advice he'd give us as we launch. And he said, whatever you do, be and stay authentic. He says, be, he says, you might can tell every Bobby Bones joke. You might can tell every Ty Bentley joke or any of the other hosts out there, their jokes. And you might get away with it for a little while and create an audience. He said, but the day will come when authentic Chris comes out. And when that day comes, you will lose every bit of your audience because they were never attracted to you personally. So if you start and stay authentic from day one, you may grow slower, but you'll grow with the right audience. That's right. And you'll maintain an audience that believes in you because they see your authenticity. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so tell everybody how they can find you. <gasps> I'm easy. Daphne <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell Reed.com. <laughs> um, it's very easy. Yeah. I made it very easy. Mm -hmm. And please go there and see all the different things that I do and the books that I've written got a cookbook out. I've got note cards. I've got my style line. I've got wow. tote bags. Mm -hmm. Limited edition also. tote bags. Yeah. And uh, there's lots of things to show you some of the gifts that I have been given. Love that. Oh, and you know, man. we really enjoyed having you on the show. We thing. did. And we definitely yeah. look forward to having you back down the road. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And best to you guys. Enjoy your life every moment of it we will and you we too will. you too thanks so much right. for your time today yeah take care guys <laughs>